Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Behind the Curtains, a podcast where I share my dance experiences and debunk misconceptions about competitive dance. I'm your host, Zoe Finholm. We're going to start with talking about my dance journey. So basically, a little bit about dance, my journey with it, how I started, and kind of how I ended up here. The following podcast is sponsored by the Hood College Bookstore. Most of us think of the bookstore as just a place to buy or rent books, but I'm here to tell you that's not the case. The Hood College Bookstore is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood-branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, mugs and cups. They even have Hood-branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The bookstore has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The bookstore has you back. Need a last-minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College Bookstore has you covered for all your gifts, school, snack, and clothing needs. So the next time you're in wit, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Zoe Finholm, and the name of this podcast, Behind the Curtains, and receive 10% off your purchase. So I started dancing when I was around five years old. My parents put me in it to give me something to do after school, and it was a way for my parents to meet new people. In baby ballet class, it was not anything really difficult, it was just more getting you used to the environment of like a dance classroom, introducing you to the rules, and it's also getting you on stage for the first time. And then I continued dancing and adding classes in more styles. I added tap, and then a little bit after that, I added jazz, and then I added modern, and eventually I added hip hop, but I quit that very soon after because I'm not good at it. Um, and then a lot later I added point, which was fun, but I also quit that too. Uh, so I started competing when I was around 10 and I continued with competitions until I graduated. Around some time in middle school, I started being an assistant teacher. So I would come in and help teachers when they were teaching the really young kids. So around ages like four to seven or eight. So I just kind of helped them with enforcing classroom rules and demonstrating different steps. A little bit later, I started learning how to choreograph. So this was in early high school and I started doing like composition and learning how to choreograph because within reason, there is a right and a wrong way to do it. I don't know if it's right and wrong, but like there's better and worse ways to do it. We just kind of like a safe space to kind of explore different ways to create movement and then we walked through the process of like picking a song and then potentially editing the song to fit the time limit and then how to like create a beginning middle and end and how to like tell a story through movement. I've choreographed around two to five dances a year since then and since I've done it so much now I've kind of developed my own style and my own formula for creating dances so that's been really fun. Eventually I graduated from high school. For dancers, it's really hard to find another place to dance after you graduate high school. Your options are kind of limited to either dance at college or go professional and or become a dance teacher. Some colleges have a really strenuous audition to be on the dance team. It's not so much here at Hood, but you do have to audition. So I auditioned my freshman year of college. I made the team obviously, and then I choreographed a dance for them at the end of semester show. And I taught a few like technique classes, which was fun. And then at the end of my freshman year, 
I was selected to be a co-captain of the team, which is really fun. As a captain, I do social media, scheduling, planning shows and other events, creating contracts, and generally keeping the peace between dancers and the directors. It's been kind of weird transitioning from a super competitive background and then coming to Hood because the demand is a little bit lower. At my peak, I danced around like 25 hours a week, and then here I dance around like six or seven. And so it's been an adjustment and taken a lot of getting used to, but I am really happy and fortunate to have dance in my life, even though it's not in the environment that I'm used to. So that's a little bit about my dance journey and kind of how I started and where I am now. So I think for a little bit more context and understanding and for some more information, I think we're, we should talk a little bit about the yearly schedule. So this is more so true for people that are still in like a dance competition, competitive dance setting. It's not so much true for Hood College's dance ensemble. Competitive dance doesn't really have an off season. You're always kind of uh, dancing or training in some capacity. Um, so each studio does this slightly differently. I'll explain what my studio did and every studio is slightly different, but it all looks something like this. So for us, the season started in August when we would learn all of our competition dances. We would have this week, it's called choreography camp, where we would dance from 10 to six. And some, some years it was nine to five but we would learn all of our competition dances. Our goal was to finish learning all of our group dances within that week so that we can spend more of our rehearsal time reviewing and making the dances look really good versus like spending so much time learning them. So regular technique classes would start in September with school. Um, we would have technique classes usually Monday through Thursday with one of the days off. Um, and the time was usually some version of 5 to 9. And then on Saturdays, we would have rehearsals from 10 to 5 for all of our competition dances. Each Saturday would start with a ballet class at 10, and then we would switch to a conditioning class, and then we would have a lunch break, and then after our lunch break, we would rehearse all of our competition dances. We would have that schedule from um, September through to through December and then in January when we come back from winter break we usually kick it into high gear because it's competition season. So our city did around one to two competitions every month. So around this time we would also transition from doing technique classes during the week to focusing time on learning a dance for recital. At the end of every year, ours was in mid-June, we would have an end of year recital so all of the dances that we did that season, so all of our competition dances and all of our class dances would be in the recital. The most involved dancers are usually in like 14 to 18 dances. I was usually in around like 10 to 15, but it's really fun. There's a lot of costumes and vast changes. I never sweat so much than I do at recitals, but we have a good time. and. Our audience is mostly our family. It's a lot of fun. So, and then our season officially ends in June or July. Um, for our nationals, we get to travel um, to some pretty cool places. 
I wasn't there, but my studio just went to Orlando for their nationals. Um, when I was still there, I usually would go to Cape May. We went there a few times, and we've been a few other places, but nationals is basically a week-long competition. All the studios are at their best, so you want to do really well because it's your last time doing these dances, so you want to do them justice. So after nationals, our studio gave us a little bit of a break um, for a week or two, and then we would come back for summer classes. So this would be a five to six week session. We would just have classes in the evenings from Monday through Thursdays, just to keep us in shape, keep our bodies moving and give us something to do. So yeah, so that's basically dance in a nutshell and also me as a dancer in a nutshell. So hopefully that was clear. Hopefully it gave you a good general outline of dance and um, the schedule. Thank you for listening to Behind the Curtains, a dance podcast. I'm your host, Zoe Finholm. Tune in next week where we'll talk in more detail about dance competitions. Have a great day. Thank you.